0: Ho 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 ho! Welcome back to another Six Demon Bag Holiday Special! Merry Six months Ryan Moore Holiday Joy! Andrew!
1: Jeffab Marley!
2: And my name's Ryan! And I am still under this goddamn mistletoe! Gentlemen and longtime listeners of the show, what would you call a Santa that's lost his britches? Well, I would call him Bear Noel or Old Saint Nickersless.
1: <laughs> Fantastic.
2: How's everyone's holiday shaping up this old year? Pretty low key. Seemingly around the same time every year, we sort of go into hibernation mode a little bit and we choose a video game that we decide to get deeply into during those four-day weekends. Do you think that's a normal, kind of a normal thing to happen to everybody? Sort of, weather gets colder, nights get darker?
1: I I think there's so many factors. You know, vacation, uh, days off work, bank holidays, um, family gatherings, that all sort of force you to have some time away from your normal routine but uh I am I am really just suffering this year without without a PS4. I know it sounds ridiculous, but PS4's um,
2: in Santa's shop and he's taking his yeah. sweet time.
1: Oh no, uh they they got back and they said they tried a, a power supply, it didn't work. They ordered a new power supply, that didn't work. They said the only thing that might be wrong is something called a bridge on the motherboard and they would need to micro-solder it, and that would cost more than the value of the PS4. <laughs>
2: so they so declared like, it a total uh, loss and gave you the difference.
1: Uh, they didn't charge us. They just said, uh, yeah, we're, we're not we're not going to do this be- unless you really want us to because it's going to cost more than a new PS4. Ooh, but
2: And it might not have worked still. Santa failed.
1: It might not work, or, or they're prone to fail, um, but there's uh, not really any way to get your hands on a PS4 or a PS5, so... I will not be playing any video games this solstice. Go out
3: in the harbor in
2: Long
0: Beach and bust open one of those shipping containers.
2: (laughs) Just swim out there.
0: Even with the backlog at the ports, there's still the semiconductor shortage. I know at work we're still waiting for on items that we ordered over the summer. That's probably not coming until February. I mean, I know Nintendo had to change their forecast from 30 million switches down to something like 27 million because they can't get enough parts to manufacture uh, enough switches to meet demand and final fantasy 14 which is like the big mmo that's uh, taken over world of warcraft they've had to stop accepting new customers because they've become so popular at the chip shortage they can't manufacture more servers to accommodate the extra
2: players so it's
1: i blame crypto bros and nfts
0: Crypto bros are definitely part of it. i
2: have to really pray my Switch doesn't give out, and then if it does, my PS4 doesn't give out, and then if it does, my Genesis doesn't give out, and then if it does, my NES doesn't give out, thus proving that I have disposable income and am privileged and whatever.
1: You're allowed to have things.
0: Yeah, life can't just be about work and chores. So deck those halls, trim those trees, raise up cups at Christmas here.
1: As leaves before the hurricane, a.k.a. Ryan's birthday.
2: When met with some groping, mount to the sky.
1: Tell the fine folks what you did for your birthday party.
2: Well, it was the big four o this year, and for the big three o, we all went to medieval times, so I felt like the big adult birthdays really deserve a big child's birthday party. We had some gift cards for iFly, which is where you get in the big giant tube and fly on a cushion of air. So I booked it all up, got the gang all down. Uh, you go there, you, they, they give you like flight training as though you're g- going to do something serious rather than just floating in a tube. And it's really fun. They give you all the hand signals that you're going to need, which I immediately forgot what they all meant. And they seal you up inside a big antechamber. Like, you, I didn't realize it at first, but we were completely sealed off from the outside world. So Ed was able to join, which we didn't think he was going to, and he was there late. But they basically had to shut the whole thing down and unseal it. And uh, I'm surprised we didn't get uh, the bends, all of us, from the rapid decompression.
1: The antechamber separates you from the the silo, I guess. Yeah. It has the giant fan that creates the updraft. I was sitting on this bench outside the silo. And there were these big holes in like the clear plexiglass that makes up the silo. And the fan kicked on. And there's like a difference in pressure between the silo and the antechamber, and it was like being next to a four-story-tall subwoofer. It was
2: like yeah, it vibrated and, your whole chest.
1: Yeah, my whole body started shaking, and it felt like it felt like taking off in an airplane where like they haven't quite closed the door <laughs> and windows, and <laughs> it's, it's felt like, like when oh, you used to
2: climb the rope in gym class.
1: Yeah. And, and you said it's just a cushion of air that you float on, but it's not like a, a raft on a pool. It's, it's more like you're being blasted and you have to hold your body straight at sort of with great resistance against the wind in order to uh, sort of catch all the air.
2: And it turns out it's very tiring. And after three rounds each, we were all pretty exhausted and quite sore the next morning. Or at least I was. Yeah,
1: the rounds were just a minute long, but they they felt long uh, to me. They did. I, I was so in the moment of like, focus on on keeping my arms out and in the right position, in my hands, at the right angle, because this column of air is so strong that if you just turn your palm one way or another, you might start spinning around in a circle. For me, I was more in the moment than like, wow, this is great, I'm flying. Yeah. I was like, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't crash into the wall.
2: That was one of the first things that the check-in lady said to me was, try to get out of your head, and it's impossible when you're just starting.
0: I was very surprised by how after the flight instructor gave me the signal to turn my hands, how quickly I just started rotating, and then when I turned it the other direction, how quickly I went in the other direction—it was—it caught me off guard. I didn't think it would turn. Just hand movements would cause me to change directions that quickly.
1: And you know, they put you in like a jumpsuit, and they give you a, a, a balaclava and a helmet, and it's—it's it's pretty pretty awesome getup. But uh, Ryan, you had said that. You know, you you needed to do something like this because you haven't had a dream of flying in a while. Yeah, right. And have you had a dream of flying since?
2: No. It, ah, you lived your dreams. Down
0: the picture,
2: with. We never did a 60b full cast recording of a Christmas Carol. Still got to do that one of these years. Still, still on the list. Maybe we
0: could do uh, the uh, Christmas Carol full cast. Um, soon and then just time capsule it for like next year
1: ryan i hope you're uh, ready to edit an entire christmas carol
2: hell yeah i was born ready <laughs> <laughs> who's playing tiny tim probably drew with full velvet pipe mode right i could try it a different way like
1: god blesses
3: everyone
2: tim who's that little boy in drew's apartment go back to victorian england
3: Is a live animal a good Christmas gift? Probably not if the person, unless the person really explicitly wanted it. My Instagram, I follow lots of uh, rabbit owners and rabbit people, and every, mostly Easter, but to some extent Christmas, they post a big lecture slide about how a rabbit is a 10-year commitment. It's not a cute gift. It's not an easy pet for kids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Kind of like black cats around Halloween. (laughs)
2: People giving those out as gifts a lot for Halloween gifts. The Pound
0: gets a lot of surrendered black cats after Halloween.
2: Oh. They just use them for party decor?
1: I heard that uh, they sort of um, ban adoptions around Halloween of black cats in Hmm. particular. I'm going to take a controversial stance. I'm going to say the more live animals, the better. In fact, if you can give someone nothing but live animals under the Christmas tree... That's the making of a a Hallmark movie or a a modern Christmas carol right there. At least a partridge in a pear tree.
0: Only if if there's enough to create a basketball team with.
2: (laughs) Are gremlins evil, ho or humbug? I feel like they
1: are born... To seek mischief at the very least. Yeah. And I feel like Stripe was so far down the mischief end of the spectrum that, like, he wanted to get fed after midnight and turned into a monster.
2: He certainly did. I mean, they planned the whole thing. They cut Billy's uh, alarm clock cord and everything.
1: But I don't know if it's evil to want to evolve or metamorphosize.
2: But it... Is kind of evil to attack people with chainsaws and pistols.
1: Sure. Once, yes. Once they get into their uh, their reptilian form,
2: I would say they are probably pretty evil. They also have no compunctions about murdering each other. Well, that yeah. one guy's just trying to do a delightful puppet show, and he gets bonked on the head with a big hammer.
1: So maybe they're they're amoral or or sociopathic.
2: Mm, perhaps. <laughs> they but they tend to have a. An outsized amount of glee at their uh, murderous shenanigans, as well. Some animals
3: do also. Mm. There's footage of orcas killing like a baby seal pup and then tossing it in the air and batting it with their tail for fun. Scientists determine they're definitely doing it for amusement.
2: <laughs> Just by watching them,
3: they know. Oh, they look kn- at them! They know. Look them. at
1: that smile. My wife and I went on a uh, orca trip. At a certain point, the the killer whales started a hunt, and they started hunting a seal. And this seal came up to our boat and looked in, and was, was like, "Oh my God, they're going to kill me!" And we were like, "Yeah, they're gonna kill you." And then the seal went under, and then boosh, the the killer whales got it, threw it
2: out of the water killer whales are truly the gremlins of the sea
1: so that was really crazy to see a seal get hunted by killer whales and have the seal come up and look at us and be like I'm a mammal, let me in and I was like, ooh, I feel bad
2: Uh, the killer whales are also mammals aren't they? Yes. Facts about orcas, an orca is a marine mammal they're often confused
3: for being a whale because of their name, killer whale, but did you know that orcas are actually dolphins? In fact they're the largest member of the dolphin family
2: with the largest member in the dolphin family heyo
0: you force a new tradition or must it be made by accident? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can force a tr- new tradition. Uh, agreed. Because, let's face it, you have a family tradition that's passed down from generation to generation. It may have gotten started on accident, but it was new to you at some point and it was forced on you. <laughs> if, you bo- if you were born after it. Yes, I
2: suppose that's a good point.
1: There's something like uh, at, at Philly Flyers games where people will throw an octopus onto the ice rink. And I don't know who started it, but now it's like just epidemic and people still do it. And so security like has to search people for octopuses oh my goodness. and people smuggle octopuses into the rink so they can throw them onto the ice. That does sound like something like, that
2: happened by accident. <laughs> Yes, maybe an
1: octopus just <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> leapt onto the hot Someone audience. had an
2: octopus lunch and they got furious. Or probably even religion, you know.
0: Crusades, missionaries.
2: This year so we're going to celebrate the birth of Christ, who may or may not have existed in history, on the 25th of December. Well, yeah, you're right, Drew, that one really caught on. They forced that one down <laughs> our throats hard. I kind of went into this of the opinion that you couldn't force a tradition, but you've changed my mind.
1: Did I ever tell you guys about the time I was Santa Claus?
2: No. No. Seriously, how did this not appear on the very first episode?
1: My wife and I used to volunteer at this um, organization called Reading to Kids. And the second Saturday of every month, we'd get together uh, at an elementary school in downtown Los Angeles or East Los Angeles. And we would read to kids.
2: So it's not just a clever name. (laughs)
1: <laughs> they would, uh, for the December reading clubs, um, they would have a Santa suit. And, uh, so I, you know, I am a bit of a ham. I love to put on costumes. And so I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Sure. And this Santa suit was awesome. Like thick velvet fur trim, big black belt um huge boots uh fat suit underneath huge beard like man dressing up like santa it kind of just brings brings out the santa in you and so i would go from classroom to classroom and just kind of go in and i was just supposed to like wave and be like ho 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 (laughs) But I, I just got carried away, and I was like, whoa, ho, 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 what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, Santa, I want an Xbox. You get an Xbox, and you get an Xbox. Everybody And the kids were like, yay. And they're like, oh, please stop promising Xboxes to these four inner city kids. And I was like, oh, I'm Santa, bitch. Um, I loved it. Just mad with Santa power. Because you, you have to project when you're Santa. There ain't no half-stepping. There ain't no quiet Santa. Um, so I did it the next year and, you know, same thing. You get a PlayStation. Whoa, everyone's getting Playstations. Totally, totally love it. The next year comes around and, uh, they're like, oh, we didn't get that like professional Santa suit this year. Mm. I was like, okay, well, what do you got? And they brought out one of those cheap ass little. Spirit Halloween.
2: Vinyl suit Uh, with a half mask. (laughs)
1: It it was a costume in a bag and it was like this, you know, for all intents and purposes, it was like a sexy Santa costume (laughs) because it was this chintzy, thin, pseudo-velvet material, no fat suit, and like a tiny little scabrous threadbare beard. And I was like, Oh, no, because like I have no hair and I was clean shaven and this beard was not doing anything uh, in the Santa department. So I had to like use all of the improvised costume <laughs> practice I've built up in my life. So like I had a I had a sweatshirt and so like I took off my sweatshirt, I tied it around my midsection. I stuffed it with clothes to, like, make a fake belly. Um, and then I was grabbing, like, uh, cotton balls from the arts and crafts kits and white pipe cleaners to try to
2: make... he must have been horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I-, I was not hanging out... Trash Santa. I was not hanging out in every classroom. Um, but also, this outfit was, like, really tight and sexy. <laughs> and And it was really really looked like a fetish thing like oh boy so that was the year i was sexy santa
2: answer me this fools are you meant to eat a gingerbread house or are they only for decoration you're meant to eat it you are i feel that Food should not
0: be wasted, and if it's not to be <laughs> meant to be eaten, it should not be edible. I
3: think you're supposed to pull the frosting off and eat that and leave a big pile of gross dried gingerbread.
1: I swear to you, uh, this very day, we made a gingerbread house and ate it.
2: You, you made it and ate it all in the same day? Yeah, uh,
1: the kid was not going to wait. <laughs> <laughs> it says, like... Uh, to ensure maximum freshness, uh, make sure you you don't wait more than two weeks to eat this. And I was like, no, this thing is not lasting the Ew, night. Yeah,
2: two weeks. Good God.
1: Yeah, especially with the cat around. It's got perishable um,
2: frosting on it.
1: I don't know how perishable it was. It's all made out of sugar.
2: My aunt used to make these elaborate gingerbread houses. I, I don't know if they were elaborate. I don't really remember that well. But we certainly, like... Would pick off all the gumdrops and, you know, on passing by and eat those off it. So it was certainly looking rattier by the time uh, Christmas rolled around. But yeah, I don't think anyone ever ate the actual gingerbread.
1: Yeah, when we were uh, making the gingerbread house, it smelled so good. Just all that gingerbread. But in reality, it it didn't taste very good.
0: Crumb thick and lip licking gingerbread. Uh huh.
1: Eggnog Corner. Three facts and a challenge. First, this is the first year that Starbucks is no longer selling eggnog lattes. That makes me very sad. Two, the term nog may be related to the Scottish term nugged ale, meaning ale warmed with a hot poker. And three, the habit of getting wasted on eggnog was so common that in 1826, there was an infamous eggnog riot at West Point where the cadets got so buck wild that they smashed up all the furniture and one guy tried to shoot his commanding officer. So I just switched from nog to beer. Same. So there's an old adage, uh, liquor before beer, uh, never fear, beer before liquor, never sicker. We need to come up with one right now for beer and nog. Nog before beer, festive cheer, cheer. cheer. Uh, Uh, beer before nog,
2: heads in a fog. Oh, sick as a dog, I guess, is the...
1: Beer before nog, sick as a dog?
2: Yeah, the easy one.
1: Nog before beer, Christmas cheer.
2: Yep. So we all know the story of Toy Story which is the famous Pixar movie that came out of the blue and uh, was about toys coming to life. And then last year, I was desperately searching for new Christmas movies that I had never seen before, and they have a bunch of weird ones on Disney+, Plus, like one where uh, Ed Asner is like a crusty old thief, and he recruits children to like steal back the money that he hid in a reindeer before going to prison, and... They have another one. I th- it's called, like, The Christmas Star or something, and in the very beginning of the movie, the kid's dad gets shot to death in a bank shooting. It's like... It's really fucked up, but... Wait,
3: was it, like, a plastic reindeer, or like, the... It was, a, pl- it was a-, a plastic reindeer.
2: Okay.
1: It was Jason Bourne-style, where he surgically implanted uh, in a, a live laser reindeer. pointer in a live reindeer.
2: And I don't remember if this was on Disney+, Plus or where I found it, but I found a Jim Henson puppet movie that I'd never heard of before and it was made in the 80s called A Christmas Toy and it was about these toys that come to life when nobody's looking and the like a new toy like a new fancy space raider toy comes in and the the you know the original toy which it's been so long now it's been a whole year so I don't remember all the details but there was like the one favorite toy that was really jealous of the brand new space toy. Anyway, it, it had, like, so many similarities to Toy Story. I was kind of shocked. That like
3: the, isn't that, like, the oldest story in the book, like the Velveteen Rabbit?
2: I don't know. I, I forget how the Velveteen Rabbit really goes, too.
3: It's super, super... I actually never read or heard that story until, like, two years ago, and it's super, super ridiculously sad, but... Uh, Is that the one where
0: a kid gets sick and they end up having to burn all the toys?
3: Yes, they burn all his possessions because he got the scarlet fever, but the Velveteen Rabbit becomes a real rabbit because he was loved.
2: It's a metaphor for burning to death. Specifically, the plot and setting of Toy Story and this uh, Jim Henson's A Christmas Toy were wildly similar but the christmas toy vanished into oblivion and toy story became a an immortal classic i think that happens a lot it's never the first one out of the gate that really makes an impact it's always the one that comes along and just slightly tweaks the formula and makes it somehow more accessible
3: like beta versus vhs
2: (laughs) yeah exactly
1: Are you guys ready for Buckwild Yuletide Part 4? Yeah, let's get Buckwild. So Ryan M.
0: I'm
3: going to guess Bloody Thomas, which I guess is the extreme diarrhea one gets after an eggnog bender.
2: Only if you do beer before eggnog.
1: In Bavaria, uh, so this is the tradition of Bloody Thomas. In Bavaria, uh, fattened pigs were always sacrificed leading up to the winter solstice. And uh, this tradition continues into the Christian era for the feast of St. Thomas day. Um, The local custom is to steal your neighbor's Christmas pig by stealth or cleverness. Uh, No force is allowed. So everyone's out there trying to steal each other's Christmas pigs. It's uh, called blood month because it is the month. November is usually the month where all the hogs are slaughtered when they're, the farmers are finished uh, with all their butchering. They're covered head to toe in gore and so they will pretend to be a demon named Bloody Thomas who will run home and terrorize their children with a giant hammer. Alright, Drew.
0: Well, I was going to say um, It sounds to me like an excuse like, why weren't you home for Christmas you know, when and instead of telling the truth that I was with my mistress. I would say, I was sailing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I thought it was, I thought you meant like waffling. I like that wassailing. There's two kinds of wassailing. There's uh, when you go from house to house drinking wassail, which is like spiked cider. But the more interesting version is called apple wassailing. And uh, on Twelfth Night, uh, men would visit the apple orchards. And they would sing to the trees, hang slices of bread on the branches. They'd pour cider on the roots and fire shotguns to scare off witches and spirits. And uh, there were even uh, like traditional rhymes that they would sing. And uh, now I'm going to put RG on the spot because he's Ed's not here. So you've got the second best British accent. <laughs> so. Here's a traditional apple wassail.
2: Here's to thee, old apple tree, whence thou mayest bud, and whence thou mayest blow, and whence thou mayest bear apples and o, hats full, caps full, bushel bushel sacks full, and my pockets full too. Huzzah!
1: Very nice. Here's a short and sweet one.
2: Apple tree, apple tree, bear good fruit, or down with your top and up with your root.
1: I like that one. That one's got a little threat to it. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: It's a little sexual, as all wassailing is meant to be. I did recently read that uh, wassailing was one of the reasons why they decided to tone down Christmas and make it more about families. Because everyone was getting broken into, and everyone was getting uh, pregnant out of wedlock. Yeah,
1: I mean, basically, Christmas time, the buck wild yuletide of old was you'd have roving gangs of young men smashing up shops and busting and doing home invasions and uh just drinking everything you had um down with your yeah, top and was... up
2: with your root i mean that's like, pretty explicit <laughs> yeah.
1: so we've got ours gang apple tree man and that other thing
2: well apple tree man is obviously the result of wassling and pouring your <laughs> <laughs> cider Uh, upon the roots of the apple tree and out pops an apple tree man and demands child support
1: back when the apple harvest and sort of the the welfare and the livelihood of the english was based on their their apple crops um you know which is why they would go apple wassailing um The apple tree man is the name given to the spirit of the oldest apple tree in the orchard. And they thought that, like, the fertility of the whole orchard resided with that the oldest tree. They may have been Um, right,
2: for all we know about... um, What's the beneficial fungus that lives in the roots of trees and helps them grow and stuff?
1: The the mycelium? Yeah, yeah. Uh, First of all, I just think that's a lovely tradition. The idea that you venerate the oldest tree but uh in voodoo the first people buried in a cemetery the first man buried in a cemetery becomes the king of that cemetery (laughs) and the first woman becomes the queen of the cemetery and like they have like a special position of respect and can act as intermediaries with the spirit world and it just it's cool to me it seems like a cool parallel to the way they do it in voodoo.
2: So ours gang was the uh, the original version of the little rascals before our gang came along and just tweaked the formula slightly and became the one we all know and love.
1: So the ours gang is the year walker, and in year walker. Sweden, <laughs> in in Sweden they believe uh, that the veil is so thin on New Year's Eve that you can perform this this Ars gang this silent ritual journey into the forest and around graveyards to perceive the future and so it's something people would do and there's all these uh legends about going out into the woods or walking um like uh counterclockwise around cemeteries um on new year's eve to see you know what was going to happen the the following year But you have to beware because you could be waylaid by brook horses, tree nymphs, and farting mice. (laughs) There's this one legend uh, of like this guy, and he's walking through the woods at night and he's trying to get his prophetic vision. And all these like wood nymphs and stuff are coming out and trying to like uh, scare him and like make him look, make him flinch, make him talk. And you're not allowed to, you know, do any of that stuff. And then at one point in the legend, like this, these mice come out and start farting, and like it, it <laughs> breaks his concentration. And then that would, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. So, the only thing left on the list is perhaps the best thing to end it on is the Zexaleuten and the Berg. This is technically a spring holiday, but it's a spring holiday in Zurich, so it's all about winter. Buck-wild so, wild uh, spring. Uh is, is a spring holiday in Zurich where they ritualistically kill the Berg. And the Berg uh, used to be this masked symbol of winter and death that would run around during like the winter carnivals, uh, frightening children and making mischief, kind of like their version of a uh, Krampus. But what they do now, and they do this to this day, um, is they make a giant snowman and they dress him up like the Berg, and they pack his head with explosives, and they put him on a pyre. And the time between the lighting of the pyre and the explosion of the Berg's head indicates if uh, summer will come fast, or be late, or if it'll be a warm summer, or a cold summer.
2: A much better version of Groundhog's Day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Zechseleuton is turned and buck wild.
0: methods to think up the perfect gift be a better gift giver
1: live animal easy
2: i uh i have a really hard time giving gifts sometimes the perfect gift presents itself to me for the person but sometimes that doesn't most of the time that doesn't happen and you really gotta put some thought into it but i wonder if there's any kind of hack to huh, any kind of life hack
1: my life hack is to listen carefully, and if they express a sudden interest in something new that you weren't aware of, like, oh, I, I really like this book, or, um, you know, ah, darn, you know, I've got this thing, and it's it's not working, and I don't know, I'm, I need a new one. Like, you're like, oh, thank Christ in heaven, yeah. okay, I, I'm putting a note in my phone yeah. to get you a book on blank, or a new book you know something that solves a problem
2: i feel like the danger there is that it's it it can be a passing fancy
1: it's true but i think there's too much pressure on getting perfect gifts because when you at least for myself i graciously receive all the gifts i get uh most of them it seems like not a lot of thought went into them and i I don't want them and I don't care. And if I can't re gift them or donate them, they just collect dust for years and then I toss them out.
2: I have a VHS uh, copy of one of our Christmases when I was like eight years old and got some pajamas or a sweater or something. But I very distinctly remember in my child's brain being like, oh shit, like I have to sound like I'm grateful. So I like, I really turned on the ham factor. They certainly saw through my deception right away, but uh, I tried. (laughs) I really gave it my best.
1: AVP, Santa versus Freddy.
2: So we have to assume that Santa sleeps. Do we? Well, otherwise, Freddy couldn't get him.
1: They both have a penchant for red and green. Hmm. (laughs) They both have claws. (laughs) Yeah. um they both watch when people are sleeping and or when they're awake
2: so do you think that freddy would just sort of be like cuz you know santa has all these helpers like la be- paire nude tard
1: la paire foutard, how dare you
2: santa claus without his britches is followed by la Père nude tard but anyway they're all like horrible monsters and they all devastate children so wouldn't Fre- wouldn't freddy just be another of santa's helpers
1: it seems like he would lay the smack down and turn him into one of his uh enforcers yes merry 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 quizmas just a few simple questions about christmas when are the 12 days of christmas
2: 12 days before christmas I knew this once upon a time. Does it, like, start after Christmas Day or something?
1: The 12 days of Christmas are from December 25th to January 6th. What is the Twelfth Night called?
2: Sir Kringle. Uh,
1: Also known as Epiphany. If you are in Austria on Epiphany and you see 20 plus C plus M plus B plus 21 written above someone's door in chalk, what does that mean?
2: Hitler. Don't kill the 20th born of this household.
1: Uh, it's something they do in Austria, like, for good luck. It's, they'll write the year, and so this will be 20, and then uh, CMB is Kas- Kaspar, Melchior, and Balthazar, the three names of the three hmm. kings, in 21. If you're in Ireland, what is women's Christmas?
2: The women are locked away whilst the men go wassailing. <laughs>
1: Uh, This is actually also on Epiphany, um, but it's a day where the women get the day off from chores and men do all the (laughs) cooking and the cleaning. Good Lord. What is Candle Mass?
2: Where you have candles at Mass?
1: It is also the official end of the Christmas season. Oh, sad. So when is Candle Mass? When is the Christmas season officially over?
2: January 6th.
1: February 2nd. (laughs) So there are 40 days... Of Christmas. Hell's bells. Yeah. Hell's jingle bells.
3: If you found yourself stranded at night in the snow, what would you do?
2: And you can't say die.
3: If you really couldn't get to anywhere safer, you could dig, like, an igloo or, like, a snow cave. And That's
2: what I was thinking. Like, could you make some sort of igloo? Would, it, would you still just freeze to death in there? You probably would. If it was, like, windy and still
0: snowing, you'd probably be better off in the igloo than outside of it.
2: Yeah, if you That's... can
1: create a pocket of air, you will gradually heat that air up with your body heat. Hmm. But if you don't have some kind of ground cover, to get you up off of the wet, cold ground, uh, it will leach all the heat out of your body and you'll die.
2: Got it. You're probably not gonna be comfortable no matter what, but perhaps You, you can survive. No,
1: you're not gonna get a lot of sleep. Riddle Disaster, Christmas edition. Ho, ho, ho. Why does Santa go down the chimney on Christmas Eve?
2: Because Christmas day would be too late.
1: Because it suits
2: him.
3: It
1: Ah. sits him.
2: Oh, boy. Wow.
1: Why was the snowman rummaging in the bag of carrots?
2: He was being nosy.
1: He was picking his nose.
2: He was picking his Ah. nose.
1: Why didn't the rope get any presents?
0: It was afraid not. (laughs) It was naughty.
3: (laughs) There you go, Drew.
1: How many letters are there in the Christmas alphabet? 26. 25. There's no (laughs) L. What happened to the man who stole an advent calendar? You got 25 days. Uh. Knock, knock. Who's there. there? Hannah. Hannah. Hannah who? who? Hannah Partridge in a pear tree. Merry
2: Christmas, everyone. God bless oh. us, everyone. T- Tim, get out of Drew. G- Drew, get Tim out of your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Merry
0: six months. Happy Holodemon. The bag police nubby pod and a happy new cast.
2: Oh man in the 2018 uh, Christmas episode I was talking about how excited I was for the not knowing what the future holds I'd like to go back and smack that guy
1: Yeah me too